Hey guys, it's Carrie with Walk Tall with Carrie podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about getting rid of the winter blues. How many guys out there of you all get more depressed during the winter? Have you ever thought about why is that? So I think most people think that it's because of the cold weather. But really, once the time changes in late October, early November, the day shortens the length of the time that there's going to be sunlight. So that's where the issue is going to be. The decrease of sun exposure also means a decrease in the vitamin D. So there is some science behind it. And it does say that this decrease causes an increase in depression or anxiety. Mostly because vitamin D is giving you serotonin. Serotonin is the good stuff. It's the happy happy feelings that you guys get. But the sunlight is cueing a special area in the retina, in the part of the eye, which triggers the release of serotonin. So when you're outside in the summer, you're getting a lot more sunlight, which means you're getting a lot more serotonin. So again, this isn't about the cold weather, but it's about the length of time that it's light outside. So for those that do have seasonal affective disorder, I feel for you. Um, I know that it's a very hard time in December, January, February, March. You get home from work at around 5 and then it's dark by 5.30. So you don't get a lot of time outside or with your friends or doing your hobbies. So as much as possible, try to get outside, have a 5, 10, 20 minute walk a couple times a week. And that could be enough vitamin D to boost what positive feelings you're looking for. I try to go on a brisk walk every morning, even when it's cold, rainy, or even snowy, which in North Carolina has been about five times since I've lived here in the past 10 years. So if you're in Florida, California, North Carolina, South Carolina, you can still get and suffer from seasonal affective disorder. So the question is, what can we do about it? That's a tough question, but it's very similar to what you can do in the summer months, just a little more organization. So I know right now it's February, but when you recognize you're going to have seasonal affective disorder, if you have it a couple times in a row, a couple years in a row, you got to prepare before the time changes. So it's kind of like in North Carolina, which it's very weird because I'm from Ohio, so everyone was really used to snow. But when it snows in North Carolina, everyone goes to the grocery store to get water, milk, and bread. So they're preparing for the snowstorm or they're preparing for the tornado. So in October, we got to prepare for the fall. And the winter, aka winter blues. So, how can we do that? Well, a couple examples could be getting yourself on Amazon and buying a couple good books, a couple good reads that you could read during the winter. A couple other things you could do is finding an exercise buddy, finding an accountability buddy, somebody that will meet you at the gym and that you can text and say, Hey, good luck today at cycling class or good luck at Zumba 
and just pushing each other. I know for me, here is January 9th, and this is going to sound bad, but I joined the gym, I think, January 16th. And I've only gone once, but in my eyes, I am still walking. But I am still losing $10 a month. But it's just Planet Fitness, so it's not like it's a really good membership at one of the bigger gyms or more well-known gyms, like O2. So I don't feel all that bad, but I really do hope to get back to the gym. But I need an accountability buddy, so I understand the importance of that. Some things that you can do around the house is positive affirmations. Who knows what that is? (laughs) I'm sure you guys hear this all the time from your individual therapist, but positive affirmations, this is what you got to do, okay? You got to get yourself to Walmart or Target and buy some post-it notes, get some blue ones, some pink ones, some yellow ones, some green ones, get home, get out a marker and write positive affirmations, things that you want to say to yourself and things that you already say to yourself. For example, I think I'm a good daughter. I think I'm a good cook. And I think I'm pretty. So I'm going to put a couple of those around the house of things that I already think. But then there's things that I really want to think, such as, huh, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I am fit and active or... I'm a good friend. Sometimes I forget about that during the winter because I tend to hibernate during the winter and so do my friends. Um, I always write, I have good hair, and that's one that I always, always agree with. Um, I have red curly hair and I'm very thankful for it. Well, mostly at this age. When I was younger, I feel like I got made fun of a lot. Some days I like my freckles, some days I don't. So I'd probably put on the post-it, I love my freckles. And try to get used to seeing that post-it and then starting to believe it. Does anyone know how many days it takes to form a habit? Anybody? Going once. Going twice. All right. So it takes 21 days to form a habit. So if I'm seeing I love my freckles Monday and then Tuesday and then Wednesday. And then 21 days later, I'm really going to believe I love my freckles. And again, some days I do and some days I don't. But just having that reminder and that constant fact there on the wall is is really important to me and keeps me going especially if I'm having a bad day or I can't figure out a good outfit to wear because I ate too much food during Thanksgiving or Valentine's Day or whatnot so positive affirmations I think are vital Um, I know some people have siblings or roommates and they're scared that their roommate's going to make fun of them so definitely put post-its around your room in your bathroom, the more, the merrier. So what else can you guys do? So I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things that I do during the winter. And I try to be very creative. My mom is very creative, so I was blessed with this godsend of creativity. So I try to get a lot of projects going for the winter. So if friends come over, it's often pretty messy. But I am doing my coping skills and doing my hobbies and doing the things that I love. So in one room right now, I have a bunch of bricks in my backyard. And I'm a gardener, and that has to do with the walk tall. And 
I get my acrylic paints and paint the bricks and make them look like books and then put Moby Dick on the side or Jane Eyre on the side. And it looks like a real book. And then you place it out in your garden and it looks beautiful. So that's one of the projects I'm working on right now. I think a lot of people also are getting into social media as well. So exploring, trying to figure out what cool things you can do on Facebook nowadays and Instagram and what you can do on YouTube. There's so many how-to videos. I have established a shelf in my garden closet thanks to YouTube. I learned to crochet thanks to YouTube. And I learned how to swim. I know, I know. Everyone knows how to swim. Don't think I don't know how to swim. But at a couple summers ago, I was to a point where I could get from one side to the other. But I couldn't beat my friend in a race. And I'm getting to the age that I no longer can hold my breath across a long length of a large pool. So as we get older, I think people think that you got to be the fastest. You got to be the best. You got to still be able to run a mile in six minutes. But really, I think it's more about longevity and length. For example, now I can swim for about 30 minutes, 40 minutes straight because I really learned how to do the breathing of freestyle on YouTube. So feel free to try out anything. You can Google, I want to learn German or I want to learn how to do a vlog. I want to learn how to do a podcast. I want to learn how to travel. And there's so many videos. And then on top of that, podcasts, really fun. And blogs are really fun too. And again, that's something you can have an accountability partner with. I do have an accountability partner with podcasts. Yay. Hey, Kim. And I'm excited that she calls me out when I miss a day. And I call her out when she misses a day. And we, you know, make sure that we do that. Because it's important especially during the winter. Um, Another thing I want to address is friends staying in during the winter. I have that problem with my friends, and they have it with me. Somebody will ask me to do something at 9 a.m., and I'll say yes. And then it's 10 a.m., then it's 11, and then at 12, I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool if I could just take a nap right now. I don't really want to go on a walk. So that's something you can think of as well. Just be mindful that, like, you might want to say no, but your friend might want to say no. So just having that ownership and knowing that your friend's in the same boat as you. And it's okay to say no once in a while, but push yourself to say yes every once in a while too because you're making their day. So I hope I was able to help some of you guys with the winter blues. Um, If you have any questions or requests, please put them below. And I hope you guys go get yourself a walk and some hot tea after the walk because it's pretty cold here in February and hope you guys have an awesome day. Thanks.